Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Yeah, gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. And I can't get it out of my head. Cause I won't use discretion when I'm talking about obsession. Cause this is what makes me me. And I'm glad that I called ya. I'm talking about nostalgia. And this is where I wanna be. Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Yeah, gimme, gimme, cause I'm obsessed. Welcome back to another episode of The Gimme. I am your host and resident horse girl, Kathleen DeMarl on, oh my God, I am already getting judgment from our guests today. No, uh, no. <laughs> I have to say it to stay on brand, okay? I, I get it. Uh, on this week's episode of the podcast, we have on, um, I mean, I guess he's a friend. He's a friend, uh, sure. You know, uh, he is a very funny comedian, although before this, he did say he's retired. Um, you can find his podcast, uh, Recoil Now on, I'm assuming all the, all the apps. All, all platforms, all platforms. All platforms. Uh, we have on the lovely Jonathan Tilson. Oh, thank you for having me, Kathleen. Uh, how are things going in, in your quarantine life? Uh, I'm bored. Well, I mean, is this a... Uh... Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much, I'm bored, I miss comedy, you know, I think that's the standard, those are the two sentences that most of your guests start with. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, getting through it, you know, I, I thought I'd give you like a, a, you know, a bookcase and a globe behind me to make me look like I have half a brain. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, it looks like you're not as depressed as some people I've had on this. Oh, really? That's one of the sweetest things anyone's ever said to me. Uh, you're not as depressed as my normal guests. Well, thank you. I'm getting through it. Yeah. Well, you've been busy. I mean, I feel like you've been putting out like some sketch stuff and some yeah, flip yeah. things. Well, I figure, you know, if you can't do stand up, I want, you know, to do something. So, um, sure. put, put some trash out, see what happens, learn how to edit. You see know, what sticks yeah it's a process it's like an open mic you tell your shitty jokes and then one out of ten does okay so you're like all right i guess that's the keeper i mean i think you you've gotten some good traction on uh that basketball the basketball on that one did really well uh, and that was the one that of course took just like any joke like that's the one that i just like spit out in 15 minutes and i was like all right whatever see what happens and of course it's the best one yeah it's always the ones you don't put effort in that do well and then you're like oh fuck Okay. It's not the one where you slave away for like six hours and you're like, oh, here it is. This is it. My magnum opus. And then, oh, all right. Uh, 122 views. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, I brought you on this podcast to talk about your obsessions. When I originally messaged you, you were like, I was boring. You were like, I didn't have any. That's what I I'm still, pretty I sure still am. Said. I still am boring. You do have, you do have a grandpa vibe. That's fucking gray hair. How dare you? Okay. Look it's at these cheekbones. The look at look at look at the lack of wrinkles. Okay. This is you know not for the audio medium, but l listen, anyone who's watching on YouTube right now, look at these. Look at the no wrinkles. I but, love how uh, I, I love how I leave you speechless with every. Well, because I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm anyway. forty. I'm forty nine years old. Forty nine. Mm -hmm. I definitely thought you were like sixty five. Yeah. Don't I look good? can't confirm or deny so you eventually said that you were into basketball uh and 
and music, which I think are probably two things that a lot of people growing up, you grew up in New England, right? I did. I grew up like 30 minutes south of Boston. Yeah. So I think basketball and I mean, I don't know what kind of music you were into. What kind of music were you into as a kid? Oh, country. No. no. Uh, I mean, you know, you start off with like, I think uh, Beatles. Uh, I think that was my first uh, first album. And then, um, you know, like my first like non-classic rock albums, my first ever, I got two CDs on Christmas Day, uh, Chumbawamba and Sugar Ray. Those what? were the same Christmas. Yeah. What, how old were you? What Christmas was this? I don't know if it was 1997, so I think that was 97, so I was 10, 9 or 10. And I have to ask, is this like you requested these albums? or yeah. they? Yeah, I did, Kathleen. Uh, okay. Chum- okay. Chumbawamba fucking rules, all right? All right? Uh, yeah, I, I did, absolutely. Uh, Sugar Ray, I, I stand by it. They had a couple good songs. Chumbawamba was a one-hit wonder, um, but That's when fair. you're you're young and impressionable. Uh, you're like, oh, all the songs are gonna be as good as the one on the radio. And then you listen to the album and realize they're not. I was like, oh, this is trash. Did you get into any specific like bands that you went to any concerts for or anything like that? Growing up? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, who, do, who did I, like, who did who I go see thing? for a concert? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think actually my first concert, probably like somewhere around like the same age, uh, was Garbage. Do you remember Garbage? What is Garbage? Garbage was a band that was big in like the mid '90s, uh, late '90s. You were young, and I know, but you were I still you were still technically alive. Um, and they were with uh, the Cranberries. Have you ever heard of the Cranberries? Yes, I know who the Cranberries are. All right, all right, we're getting somewhere. Uh, and there was someone else there. I can't remember who. Uh, but yeah, this was actually at uh, TD Bank North when it was the Fleet Center. So did you uh, go alone or did your no, parents go with you? No, like, like par- parents or a friend of my parents, something like that. Yeah, I went at, at eight or nine years old. Hey, I went by myself. Hey, I talked to I, Chris Post and he was going to concerts alone at a pretty young age. Well, he's got tattoos and stuff. Okay. He, he's more badass and independent than me. I was a sheltered little man. Still am, still am sheltered. You're sheltered? I think so. I, I, think, I, think, I, I think I'm pretty innocent. I find that hard to believe. Oh. But um, well, anyway. Thank you. And how did your parents feel? Like, I'm assuming you don't remember if it was your parents that chaperoned you or somebody else's parents? No, that was my, my parents' friend. It was, it was like our family's handyman, who is like what? kind of a friend of the family. And he's like, oh, my, my girlfriend had to drop out and... Uh, I was like, I'll go. And, oh, so uh, and you went with the handyman. I went with the handyman, and I, that was the first time I ever smoked. I, I smelled weed. Uh, I was like, what's that smell? And now I know what it was. Just All piecing, these years piecing, later, piecing, piecing together. together my past. I know. Seriously. Man. Well, what about you? Did, what, what was your first concert you ever went to? The Dropkick Murphys. Oh, someone's from Massachusetts. But it was in Philadelphia, and the part that sucks is that I um, I had such a bad migraine. I was 16. I had such a bad migraine that we left before they even went on. Oh, my God. Nerdfest. I love every, every, every clue I just got from that story. First concert at 16. <laughs> uh, 
it was Dropkick Murphy's. It wasn't even in Boston, Dropkick Murphy's. And we had to leave early because I had a migraine headache. Kathleen I was like tomorrow. I was like throwing up and I didn't want to pay $10 for a bottle of water. So I was like, guys, we got to leave. Wow. Wet blanket. I it get it. Really bad. I was wearing a plaid shorts. I was a total like Bermuda shorts. I was not mm. meant to be at that concert. My childhood obsession was being boring. No, that sounds more like you. Okay. Yeah, sure. Let's compare uh, the stories. Oh, God. I have all day. I actually probably was a pretty boring kid. You know what? I was going to ask you this, though. And, and if everyone asks you this or if you have to answer this too often, uh, feel free to shut me down so the listeners don't have to hear it again. But uh, you said resident horse girl. I've heard you say horse girl on multiple occasions. I've heard the term, you know, aside from you. Uh, define it. Define horse girl. I know it means you like horses, but I've also seen like, videos of women or girls acting like a horse okay is that so, a super horse girl or is that a regular one the thing is is that if i walked around and told everybody i was an equestrian then i'd look like a pompous asshole and then i would have to explain what that is so i just commandeered the term horse girl which in my mind is like some psychopath who walks around with lisa frank folders that mm -hmm. are covered in horses and like That's what I figured. neighs and runs around on all fours. I've commandeered that term because uh, it's the only like term that people kind of understand what I'm talking about. And it okay. points to an obsession, you know? But you're but, saying, but you're saying if you commandeered the term, you're saying a horse girl traditionally is like stickers on the notebook running yes. around on all fours. Yes. And you're saying you're an equestrian, meaning you like to ride horses. Right. Which most horse girls don't do. So you're not a horse girl. You're an equestrian. You ride right. horses. Right. But okay. if I was like, I'm an equestrian, then people are like, oh, you're a rich kid. And I'm like, but I never owned a horse. So I was that level in between the two. Well, I, well, let me let me put it like this. How old are you now? Is that never I'm ask 29. a lady's age? I'm 29. Okay. You're, you're 29. That's a that's a woman where I come from, and uh, you're you're an adult. <laughs> okay, so I think you're an equestrian now. I think you've aged out of horse girl. Oh and now, man! And now, you, and now you could say equestrian without feeling shame. I I feel like you're trolling me. I'm not at all. Podcast. I'm not at all. I'm not at all. I would, if you said equestrian, I would know exactly what you're talking about. You and would? That, and when someone asks me now in the future, which happens all the time, is Kathleen DeMarle a horse girl? I'm going to say correction. She's an equestrian. <laughs> I'm glad you're on my back. And I also don't believe that people are asking you that question. Oh, left and right, you know, left and right. At these uh, indoor Rhode Island open mics, they're just mm -hmm. like... Yeah. Yeah. They were like, I heard you did the Horse Girls podcast. And I said, oh, contraire. She's an equestrian. She's an adult woman. She I'll rides to, horses. I'll have to poll my followers and ask them their thoughts. Maybe I think you I'll should. change. I, th I think you should. I'll get in on that poll. Oh, great. Great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so you were... You played basketball as a kid, too? Yeah. I mean... Uh, I, yeah, I'm a simple person, only so many interests. Uh, yeah, huge NBA fan. I, yeah, I played recreationally. I, I mean, I played football in high school. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm a, I mean, to this day, I, I love the NBA. I actually, oh, this, you know, now we have something to talk about. Yeah. I actually, I actually had a podcast um, in 2010. 
this is not too far after like the birth of podcasts. Yeah. And it was called Ball Chat. And, ball uh, Chat. Ball Chat. And it was an NBA podcast with my uh, good friend from college. And we probably got through like 60 episodes. Um, wow. Eventually he started kind of like losing interest. And I was like, well, screw it. I'm not doing this just to say I have one. So it like, it kind of died. But was, uh, was that before you started comedy? Oh, long before, long yeah. before. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, keep talking. I've got okay. a, I've got a little surprise for oh, the Oh God, we have a surprise on the podcast. This is going to do great on audio. Isn't this exciting? No, no. Well, oh, you I'll don't even. Sh- no, I don't even- no, I do. I show clips. You and show I post the video? videos. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, this is fun. Uh, oh, here we go. Ball chat. Okay, everybody. Let's what see. If, what if I told you ball chat has some classy merch? Merch. Oh yeah! Oh my God, that's so you like aggressive. It? What does it you say? Li- Putting the balls back in basketball analysis. Yeah, that is and that, nerd. And then, on, and then on the back, we've got number twenty-four for Kobe Bryant. Wow. R.I.P. Wow. R.I.P. Kobe. You can tell we're a professional operation because it's ballchat.net dot net instead of dot com. Anyone can do dot com. So how did you start? You were just like bored after college? Because I'm assuming this was, this was, this was, was right after college? This was right after college. So okay. I, moved, I moved to New Orleans like the week after I graduated. And uh, I was living down there. And my, my good friend from college who lived uh, in Atlanta, uh, we just started uh, doing like Skype recordings. Um, so we just had like, you know, headphone microphones and... Uh, we started doing the pod and uh, it got pretty good. I mean, like our, our whole angle was just, it was like, instead of just your regular like ESPN basketball, this was like a more irreverent kind of, uh, you know, uh, we talk about the gossip, you know, it was pretty funny. He's a funny guy. Yeah. Um, so we'd just be a little bit like, uh, I don't know. I hate to say like the word edgy, but like we'd talk about some shit that you wouldn't hear on like a mainstream, you know, like. And was it like a weekly recap or like. Yeah, it was weekly. It was kind of talking about the last week or so. Um, I would, uh, I'm trying to think what we would do. Um, But yeah, like for instance, like around that time, a huge NBA rumor that was happening was LeBron James's mother actually slept with one of his teammates, Delonte West. That Wait, that's real? And there was, there was a lot of, this goes beyond conspiracy theory, in my opinion. It seems likely that it happened. Um, okay. But obviously, ESPN's not going to carry this. Okay, so this is yeah. something much more in like the blogosphere. So that's an example is like something we would discuss that you would never hear on like your mainstream, you know, sports station. Interesting. Um, yeah, and, and actually, uh, Steve Pratt, who you know, uh, yeah. who's been who's been my friend since you know freshman year. He's a very funny New York comic. Uh, he is. Uh, he would make the intros with me. We would make every intro for the episode different. Uh, something funny. Okay, so that was kind of like an edge that we were trying to get. Like a every, song or every, like... Well, not a song, but we do like like a little audio like sketch, just something like a baby crying, something like that. And then you turn on ball chat and it settles down, you know, something like that. Oh, but, okay. Yep, yep, yep. So actually the, the intro music for my podcast now is still the intro music that we used on ball chat. It's the, uh, the older brother of my old co-host, very good musician has a song that I actually like. It's on my, um, it's like on playlists that I listen to. Yeah. Uh, it's still the same intro music. 
Interesting. As ball chat. So ball chat lives, you know, it lives. Did you, have a, good o- did you have a good audience with ball chat? I hadn't, you know, it's so stupid. Hindsight's 2020. And that was so early on to podcast that like, I think if we just kept doing it and it was fine, like we would have, you know, a, a decent volume. Like we had 800 followers on, on uh, like our Facebook page. Oh, wow. You know, back For then. back then, that's a and it, big and deal. Especially, and especially, oh, back then, I mean, especially after only like 60 episodes where it's like, you know, I think you can be like a decent podcast. And, you know, if you do that for five years, especially that early on, you know, you'd have a relative, you know, a decent following. Yeah. So, you could have monetized if you had stuck stuck with uh, one of my great regrets. Now I'm sad. I was in a good mood. Now no. I'm like all, now I'm like all your other guests, depressed. That's uh, fine. So, uh, did you get into? Were you more into like college basketball or only NBA? Only NBA. Yeah, okay. I used to, I used to like college a little bit, but like that that video that you referenced. Um, mm-hmm of mine is just the uncle saying like why he prefers college to the NBA. Yeah. And I mean like that, it does kind of reflect my stance where it's like college is fine, but it's just, you know, less athletic players, you know, less strong, you know, it's just a lesser product in my opinion. Yeah. Did you um, go to games when you were in college? Cause you, you went to university, university of Tennessee, Tennessee, right? I, yeah. I did look at you, you know, my backstory. Um, yeah. Well, I, I actually only went to one basketball game um you know, one more stu- than me stupidly yeah i went to a bunch of the football games it's more of a football school but um i watched uh the one game i went to the tennessee volunteers beat the number one kansas jayhawks a big upset wow yeah wow. you don't care you don't care it's fine no i was just thinking about i thought i thought you called them volunteers the tennessee volunteers and i that's was the, like i, I don't that's, think that's their name the that's, volunteers that, that is their name yeah yeah the volunteers oh my god i thought they were the vols vols, vols. Short for volunteers volunteers Damn, the, vo- that's a, the vols that's a weird mascot uh what but, is the mascot uh, but then again like our mascot at purdue was a boiler maker which is oh i forgot you went to purdue also how did you tacky. how did you decide on purdue a uh, good, very good hospitality program far away from New England. Okay. You grew up in Massachusetts. Yeah. I grew up in Sudbury. So like 45 minutes outside of the city. Okay. Yeah. Cool. cool. Oh, our stories aren't so different. I was yeah, also, sure. I was also a horse girl. You know? Oh yeah. 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 Well, you're tall. I don't know if you would have been you know, able I actually, to be a horse girl. I, I actually, uh, I think two years ago, I, I, I weighed my heaviest. I, I got up to like 253 pounds, Damn. something like that. Sorry. And well, it, 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 and I was watching, uh, do you, did you ever watch the Comedy Central show Nathan for You with Nathan Fielder? No. Uh, I highly recommend it. It's a fucking, it's, it's a demented show. Uh, okay. Very funny. But just the concept of the show is he just makes business plans, these kind of shoddy business plans for these struggling businesses. Um, yeah. And there was this business, it was a horse farm. And they were like, we just can't, we, 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 we're not getting enough business. We need money. And he was like, well, you only, you limit people at 250 pounds. If they weigh over 250, they can't ride the horses. So what he did was he attached hydrogen balloons to the waistbands of fat people so that it was less than 250 pounds so they could still ride the horses. The thing is, is that that's a real thing. <laughs> so anyway, 
that's a long explanation for I found out 250 pounds was, you know, too big to ride a horse. And not that I want to ride a horse, but I don't want the limitations in my life. So I mean, there are horses that could handle a larger load. A Clydesdale, maybe. Yes. But not your standard Appaloosa. That's a color of a horse. Well, yeah. I'm trying to hang. I'm what to I'm hang. saying is, is that I, uh, when I rode at horseback riding competitions in college, they had weight limits for all the horses. Depending on the breed or just? Just like that... the horse. They would be okay, like, this horse can horse. only handle a 150 pound person. And then as women, you would have to like choose if you wanted to lie or not, because you might end up having to ride that horse what would the repercussion be that you'd injure the horse <laughs> well there was one time in on my high school because i think that, a lot I, I think a lot of women would <laughs> if the only risk was injuring the horse a lot of lying. <laughs> i was gonna a lot say of lying. yeah because there was one time in high school that they also had weight limits on the horses and i drew a horse that i was probably like 15 pounds over the weight limit but i was yeah. like it's fine whatever and the judge came out to me in the arena and was like, are you sure you're under the weight limit? Ah. And I just, I doubled down. I doubled down and I was like, yes, I'm under the weight limit. And she definitely knew I was lying, but. Um, I, I feel like they take that into consideration when they make the weight limit though. Like they're definitely probably. not putting it right up to the limit that a horse can handle. Yeah. Like they're putting wiggle room in there because they know lies are coming. Well, if it was dudes, they probably wouldn't lie. They don't give a shit. But with women, it's like, I just assume everybody like takes 10 pounds off when they say uh, their weight. That's what I do. Yeah. So you're really 263 at your highest. I was, yeah, That's I was two, 263. I was pretty beefy. Uh, but those days are behind me. I'm on a relatively low carb depressed. diet. I can ride any horse I want now. You eat that cottage cheese every day. So, you know, good for you. Why, why does that stick with you? The, 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 ah, the texture it, is so disgusting. I'm not saying I like it. I'm not saying I like it, but it's high protein, it's low fat, and it's a good vessel for fruit, you know? Oh, okay. Sure. That's really, I mean, I, I feel like that's the thing, like when you do like the low carb diet, like especially if someone's trying to do something like ketogenic, like mm -hmm. you can't really eat much like fruit and uh, a lot of vegetables you can't eat, but it's like, that, that sounds fucking unhealthy to me. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Somebody tried to get me to do keto and they're like, you can have two blueberries was a it, day. Was it the judge? No, I was, that, was, that was before keto was a thing. Look. Hey, hey, horse girl, listen, let's get you on some keto, then you can ride that pony as much as you want. I was not the biggest girl on our team. I, I have to say that I was not, so there was never, you know. Name her name. Her name. She knows. She knows. She, she, she knows. You're like, she knows what she is. Yeah, yeah. Um, she was a party girl. She liked to you know, drink a lot. So she, she liked to indulge. Yeah. I love, I love the idea of a party girl. That's also a horse girl. Hey, we like, all partied. We all drank before the shows. Kind we of. all got, we all got migraines before concerts at 16. We were no, party. I wasn't, I wasn't drinking in high school. Really? My mom listens to this podcast. Who do you think you're, I'm just kidding. I never had a drink until I was, uh, I think almost 17. Or I might have just turned 17, which is, uh, I, I've been polling people recently, and that seems late, much later than a lot of people. I think that's about when I did too. Goldschlager, yeah. yeah that's Goldschlager? Yeah. Mm. Start, start classy. 
burnt it burned that stuff was nasty uh, that stuff is trash it's like the pre-fireball fireball i i won't even do it it's like ugh. Mm-mm. yeah gross um so if you because is tennessee a big 10 school no, no. it's uh sec Okay, but I'm guessing that you had some like decent uh, university football and basketball players, like they're. They oh were, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Like uh, uh, NBA, NFL players. That. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, Tennessee's known for football, so it's like Peyton Manning went to Tennessee, for instance. Ooh. So, did yeah. you have uh, any basketball players on campus that were were known to be assholes? Um. I'm sure. I, I can't. Uh, I'm trying to think. I thought I sat. I mean, this is kind of sad and weird, but you know, it's it's relevant to this conversation. Uh, I sat behind Eric Ainge in a class once. Um, Eric Ainge is the nephew of Danny Ainge, okay, uh, general manager, former Celtics player. Oh. Um, <clears throat> Eric Ainge is known because he was a good quarterback in college, and he actually made it to the pros, but it turned out that he was taking steroids and heroin. And heroin? Uh, he, was a, he was a heroin addict, and he was on steroids. Um, yeah, I mean, I know he got in trouble for both. I don't know if he was doing both or at the same time. I have no idea. But, like, he got in trouble for drugs and steroids. Damn. Yeah. Heroin, starting that, that's young. Like, right, like, when you're... Well, I mean, like, what well, you know, I don't think people start doing heroin at, like, 38. 30, that's true. I mean, that's I, mean I, I think they start young. <laughs> Not my experience with heroin. No, no, Just no, picked no. it up this year. <laughs> it's, well, you're an old soul, you know? A late bloomer. So, uh, let me ask you this. Did you grow up being a fan of the Celtics then if you're more of a fan of the NBA or were you a fan of uh, another team? I uh, I actually like my father's not like a big basketball fan so I was kind of brought up a uh, you know baseball football guy. Okay. Um, and actually if you want to know Patriots but my father he's from uh, Connecticut so is my mother. Yeah. Um, so I was raised a Yankee fan in boston like all through uh, and i I used to be a big fan too so all through high school i was a very popular guy Mm -mm. um especially like when i was in high school that was when the yankees were just destroying you know well i mean like all through like my upbringing that's when they were great but then uh oh four so my junior year they uh the red sox came back from 3-0 and beat the yankees yeah and i turned my uh this is like shortly after i got a cell phone um I turned it off and I turned it on the next day to like 12 of the most vulgar voicemails you've ever heard in your entire life. Fuck you. Yankees sucked. Uh, Were these your friends? Yeah, of course. Oh, God. Uh, But just all the shit talk I had talked for years up until this just all came back at me. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I was always a big baseball football guy because I was kind of brought up that way. And then for whatever reason, in like 98, 99, uh, this is actually Paul Pierce's rookie year. I was okay. like, you know what? I'm going to start watching basketball. And it just clicked. I love it. It's uh, it's just a fun athletic game. Yeah. And have you had a chance to go to a lot of uh, live games at the Garden or not so much? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Over my lifetime, I, I feel like I've probably gone to like 50 or so. Oh, that's good. Like that. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, uh, a couple a year. Um, but uh yeah, I think I went to one this past season. It was like a week before, maybe two weeks before. I went with Rob Green, actually. Oh, okay. Boston yep. comic. And uh, 
I think it was like a, a week, maximum two weeks before all of this happened and the season shut down. Shut down, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, we, we got one game in there. Have you kept up with the stuff in the bubble or not Not this season? Have you been oh, following? It, it got me through this. Yeah, now that it's over, I'm sad. Oh, seriously. I mean, the, the bubble, I, um, I watched many, many games with Rob Green. Um, that's kind of our thing. And, I've heard. Uh, I've heard he has people over to watch the Celtics. I said, I know a certain equestrian who would love to come over here. And he was like, I know a horse girl, but who's the equestrian? Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I went over there a bunch to watch the games. Honestly, it was like uh, after just being alone for months and months yeah. uh, with no sports or entertainment, it was like such a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I asked this question when I interviewed Sam Ike about the Red Sox. So I'll ask you, do you yes. think there is a, over your lifetime of watching basketball, do you think there's an underrated player? Like, is that, who do you think is the most underrated player? Oh, here we go. Let me name someone you've never heard of. Yes, please. Uh, I haven't heard of most basketball players. Uh, I don't know who the most underrated, I mean, like, uh, Marcus Smart is obviously the popular choice right now. You've probably even heard his name. Mm -hmm. He's a Celtic. Um, he's a fan favorite. He's probably my favorite. Uh, for, for the basketball fans that are listening to this, Steven Jackson of the uh, – he, he won a championship for the Spurs. He was on the, the Warriors, the Bobcats. Um, he, he was a badass player. He, uh, he actually has a, a podcast called All the Smoke now with another hmm. former NBA player. But he, he was great. Why did you think he's underrated? Well, because he was kind of, uh, I think he was kind of temperamental. So he wasn't known as like the greatest clubhouse guy necessarily. Like I think he had kind of an attitude. Yeah. Um, but he like on the court was just a badass. If I was an NBA player, I'd be like Steven Jackson, Kathleen. Ornery, but a badass on the court. I don't think you'd be like that at all. I think you'd be a, a nice, you're a generally nice person to Aww. people's face, at least. I don't know how you are behind people's backs. I, I talk like, shit behind your back, but I'm nice to your face. And I think that's, you know. That's, that's listen, what's important. There are worse qualities. That's right. I keep it hush-hush when I talk shit. Okay? You could be an asshole outwardly and behind my back. You know, in 2020, this is all you can ask for. I, I might be an asshole who talks shit, but not online. Just behind closed doors. Slip, slip between the cracks. <laughs> You're out here spoofing other people's phone numbers to, uh, <laughs> to talk shit. That's what I do. No. Oh, man. All right. Well, I guess we're going to have to flip back to your, your music here. So you talked about the cranberries, right? Yeah. But I can't imagine that that was like your go-to now. Is that like who you're into these days? Yes. I just listened to the cranberries in I 2020. Don't, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, you know, I've had people on who are still fans of very ancient Oh, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I, I listen to all kinds of stuff. I mean, like, you know, back from, you know, Soul in the 1960s, um, up through stuff. Now I try to stay pretty current with, uh, you know, reviews and like curated playlists and stuff. What's new. Um, I don't really listen to the radio, but yeah, I mean, like I, I went to, there's a band like in the mid nineties called, uh, Super Chunk, um, Super and Chunk. Super Chunk and they're really good. And I, I went to a concert in, um, 
uh, Cambridge. I actually saw Rob Crean at the concert. He's a fan also. Where? Wait, okay. What kind of music is Super Chunk? Just it's rock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I bumped into him. He's a fan as well. Um, but yeah, so like I'll I'll listen to stuff through. I mean, I'll, I'll listen back to like stuff you know in the '90s or the '80s that I didn't even listen to. You know, at the time, just kind of like delving back to see what's good, what's not, what yeah. I might have missed. Um, so yeah, I mean, what am I listening to right now? Uh, my favorite. Uh, there's this girl named Jay Som. Um, she's a, an Asian American. I think she's a solo act, and uh, it's kind of a '90s inspired rock and roll that is just fucking great. It's just everything she puts out is good. It's just. Yeah. Uh, She's, she's right up there for like my favorite of the last couple of years. Do you have any notably bad uh, concert experiences? Uh, no. I no. mean, you're I'm a trying, boring like, person. What, well, what like, would be, what would be bad? Like I got into a fist fight. Yeah. Uh, something like that. Or like you got uh, left, uh, you know, or you blacked out. I don't know. Um, I, I generally don't black out and I'm a, I'm a big wimp, so I don't get into fights. You don't um, get into fights. I don't get into fights. When you get into a fight, the night is over. It's over. That's true. That's it's over. Fair. So I'm not that hot-headed. Um, I mean, I'm sure I could be pressed, but, you know, I haven't been pressed yet. And uh, who knows? I'm, I'm fairly large, so that might dissuade some people <laughs> from trying to fight me that normally would. Uh, but, yeah, I try to avoid fights. And uh, you that's just why, mentioned... That's why we've never gotten into it, Kathleen. No. I don't, I, I Cause every time you stick either. your, every time you stick your fingers in my chest at an open mic, I back down. I don't think I've ever done that. I got into a fight once for doing that. And then I learned my lesson. Oh, you got your ass kicked. Like I, I poke somebody once and then he was like, poke me again and see what happens. And you I was were like, ac- you were actually pissed. You were pissed? No, I was drunk and I was trying to like uh, okay. annoy somebody. And then I poked him and he was like, I'm going to throw you into a chokehold. And I was like, okay, let's calm down. Like sounds this is like West a, Virginia. Like let's calm down. Sounds like a fun guy. Sounds like a, sounds like a dear friend. No, we don't talk. It's fine. Hey he babe, I'll put you in a chokehold <laughs> if you do that again. I don't know how they do it in Massachusetts. God, he's from Pittsburgh. I think it's just like Pittsburgh anger, you know? Pittsburgh, they're trash people in Pittsburgh. Okay. I'm sorry to I'm sorry to your Pittsburgh fan base, okay? But I've met some trash. I've met some trash from Pittsburgh. Well, I mean, the Steelers are decent, but I I don't know if there's trash out there. Who who's from Pittsburgh? Uh Anthony Jezelneck is from Pittsburgh. Uh, uh, deceased rapper Mac Miller is from Pittsburgh. He's, oh, he's dead! I forgot that he was dead. He is. Damn. Yeah. Right after I right after I bought you concert tickets, Kathleen. No, you know, you've so. never bought. You've never done anything for me. I don't. <laughs> I, came I, I, your, don't I came on your effing podcast. Yeah, okay? you. Yeah, at least you came on and you gave me a heads up that you were going to be late. And other guests have just but, like. You know. By the way, thank you for Venmoing me fifty dollars to do this. I do appreciate yeah. that. I had it to almost, you know, grease the hand. It almost makes it worth it. I'm not paying my guests. <laughs> I don't have I don't have a budget. If anybody wants to sponsor me, I'll happily pay these lovely people. Yeah, if you could uh if you could advertise recoil now on here, I'll I'll give you five dollars a week. What what do you talk about on your podcast? You guys just talk talk about uh, 
just kind of the, the last week. I mean, we, we try not to do too much stand-up stuff because, I mean, there's so many podcasts about that. Yeah. So just kind of like last week, it, a blend of, you know, what's going on in our lives, what, um, you know, what happened in the news, what are people talking about? Yeah. You know, and then uh, we bring on guests sometimes. I'd say more, more often than not, it's just the two of us. Yeah. I didn't realize that you and Pratt had been friends for so long. Oh, yeah. I mean, we even went, we, we went to the same school, seventh and eighth grade. I didn't really know him then. And then we became friends like freshman year of high school. Wow. Yeah. How, How about that? sweet. And then an you old, all became Canadians. Hey, What's you know, well, that it, it's so funny. Like, that was totally our bond. We'd talk about stand-up um, constantly without it ever even being a goal. It wasn't even a possibility. But we were huge George Carlin fans huge you know louis ck fans and yeah. just like we talk about it constantly and then all of a sudden it was just like you know i started doing it and i was like you got to start doing this and then oh you're the reason that he started doing comedy Ugh. i started doing it because a guy i went uh that i used to work with in tennessee he started going to an open mic and i was like fuck i i think i'm funnier than him i gotta try this and thank god it went well <laughs> the first time oh no yeah all right, I have to ask. You're tall. We've talked about you being tall. Did you mm -hmm. play basketball at any point in your life? I've always played recreationally. I, I got cut from the freshman year team, and I was fucking very pissed off. So I the I freshman year of high school team, yeah. High, high school, yeah, high school. yeah. Oh, and uh, so I just started playing football. And uh, why did you get cut? What was you were bad? You didn't have good clearly hand I mean, eye well, coordination. Why? I think I was too good. That's why they cut me, Kathleen. I think I was too good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was uh, unjust, but I mean, I'm sure anyone who gets cut is biased. So yeah, I um, I got cut and I was like, uh, screw it, I'll, I'll play football. So, um, but I mean, basketball, I've always played. I mean, like still I'll play occasionally. You know, I like I there's actually, like a comedians league, isn't there? There is. I've never, I've never played that. I actually, I played Sonny Dennis one-on-one -on -one about oh, a month ago. Why, why? Because he asked me if I want to play. And I was like, all right, let's get a little exercise in. And who who won that, that game? You? Well, him? Uh, we played two games. It was 1-1. One, one, and we were we were almost dead, panting by the Jeez. end of it. Yeah. Good for you. But here we are. You know, not getting any younger, Kathleen. I've got to gotta keep the old clunker in shape. Apparently. Apparently. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, hmm. <laughs> I, was don't this, was I feel like we didn't take a deep enough dive, but I don't know that you really had, like, you... Have I, have I not opened my soul enough to you? I don't know. I'll have well, to see what the listeners think. Well, I, I think I, I engaged. I even asked no, you, you questions back. No, you were back. good. You were good. You were good. I'll, yeah. And, that's, very, uh, that's very sweet of you. It could have been worse, you know? If I had a nickel for every time I've heard that from a lady... Oh, I, I do want to ask, is your ball chat podcast, is that still like, could somebody feasibly go back and find that? Um, we stopped paying for the Podbean account, so you can't find I think there is one episode on YouTube, um, maybe, uh, but you can still go to the Facebook group. <laughs> it's still on there. It still has like 700 followers, Damn. something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you want to look at that, it, it might have some nougats on it some worthless worthless nougats all right well uh you can find jonathan tilson at where can we find you besides the recoil now podcast where can our listeners find you you can find me on that uh i'd say twitter and instagram or 
the ones I'm most active on at Jonathan Tilson, Tilson's with two L's. Uh, and also YouTube, I'm, I'm trying to film, you know, at least a video a week now. So uh, more and more, you'll find stuff on there. So yeah. once again, Jonathan Tilson, two L's. Two and, L's, uh, great. Everyone fucks that up. It's always one L, you know? My okay. forefathers fought for that second L. That might not even be like the actual name that your family came over with. It probably isn't. I was probably originally a 1L, but I'm a 2L now. You're a 2L now. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys have been listening to another episode of the Gimme Podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Like I say every week, wherever you found us, that's where you're going to find us again. Uh, don't forget to rate and review, and we will see you again next week. Bye. Thanks, Kathleen. Bye.